podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the special preview Newcastle Natter previewing the Brighton game. Brighton this Sunday. Hello Dave Watson. Hello Fergus Craig. And hello Paul Doolan. Hello, Fergus Craig. Who will be on Sunday, my Brighton buddy. Yeah, we're going. Are you? Yeah. Mm. We're going oh. together. Weirdly, I ordered, t- I ordered the tickets. They arrive at Fergus's house. We don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're looking forward to it. We've, we've talked a lot already about exactly what time we want to arrive, which will allow mm-hmm. us to have which number of pints do we want to have before the game? It seems like it might be a bit of a difficult ground to get to, a bit like the Medeski, which is really annoying. Mm. But very, be much right. look, very much looking forward to it. Yeah. I've never been yeah. to the Amex, have you? No. I went to no. the, I went to the With Dean, actually, oh. which was the ground that Brighton were at for years. Um, they're sort of temporary ground that it was it's it was the worst football ground i've ever been to wow it was really bad i was with the away fans and we were in um a temporary stand with a running track between us and the pitch it was <laughs> re- it was awful but the amex that, seems like it's all right yeah oh it's just another one of those you know identical I know, stadiums, I don't like all these new stadiums. I like the Identikit, but the old Identikit. Yeah, like, like the old White main Lane, road. The old main road, Portman Road. What was West Ham? Upton Park. Upton Park, the Sabutio Stadium. Yeah, four stands, none of this circular yeah. rubbish. None of this circular shit. Yeah. 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 Give us the old style. The ones where, you know, you pee in a trough. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be um we've just won three in a row. Do we think, Dave Watson, that we can make it four? I I'm really torn on this because if we were playing Brighton at any other stage of the season, like at any other run, home or away, I'd say I fancy that this Newcastle side will be that Brighton side. But that it's coming on the back of three wins in a row for us. And for them, they're in mixed form. I don't know. It just really... feels too good to be true, doesn't it? It's like yeah, if you flip yeah, a coin exactly. three times in a row and it's heads, it just doesn't feel like it'll be heads the next time. Yeah, but the odds are exactly the same. The odds same. are exactly the same, Paul. This is the thing. Yeah, I think I think we're going to beat them. I think it's the easiest of the four games on paper. Maybe not it this is time a way. Yeah, I think it's it's a tougher fixture than West Ham. It's not home, as tough certainly. as Swansea away, though. Maybe I not. Think, I don't think it's as tough as Stoke at home. No, no, maybe you're right. But it's, they're another side like ourselves, like Stoke, who are quite happy for the opposition to have the ball. They like to go direct. They like to, well, direct, you know, go uh, more counter-attack. They, they're not a possession-heavy side. So that, that I don't know... And they've got like game game changers like Knockhart in their side. Who, if he's you know if he's on song and fancies it and all the rest of it, he is 
a, he can be a terrific little player. Like um, we saw that Jordan Shakiri scored and had a decent game. Uh, Different the fact, level you know, of player, though, I think. One thing yeah, that worries yeah, me is what Chris Hooten has said in the well, run-up did, to this game. Did, can I just say, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've written it there. I've just... It, Chris Hooten, have you seen the quote from No, Chris no, no, Hooten, what he said. Dave? He said that um, the Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Ladbrokes. He said, bet £5. <laughs> get £20. He said... It's quite... Inflammatory comments before a game. I can't believe he's for like saying, to be saying this. That. For one of our ex-managers <laughs> to call a press conference to say, if you deposit £5, Labrooks will add another £20 to your account. And, and he didn't stop there. He didn't stop there. They have a, all his coaching stuff were holding him back. But he, <laughs> He was just belting this out. It was like that Kinnear It was like the Keegan, love yeah. it if we beat them. He just wouldn't <laughs> shut up. He says, he was yelling at them. He was yelling at them. He said, you can get this offer by following the link at bet.newcastlepodcast.com. God. I liked him when he managed us, but I think he's overstepped yeah. the mark. Mm. Um, but... Uh, Still, you know, nice manager, nice guy, Chris Hewitt. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll be playing... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how do Brighton play, do you reckon, Dave? You'll know this. I think I've seen them play this season. What is... Underwhelmingly, I think. They still well, seem, they like, seem more like a championship team. I think yes, they'll they struggle with our defence. Yes, I agree. And I think they'll struggle with the the pace that and the, the endeavour that we have on the wings. Because mm. while they've got, like, Knockhart, like I said, he's a bit of a, uh, a match-of-the-day player. You know, if, if, if the chips are down, he's not one to put the graft in like Matt Ritchie is. Um We've got, I think we're better at set pieces than they are, both attacking and defending. And for teams like us, set pieces are a brilliant way to relieve pressure and to get like a chance if we haven't had much opportunity. And the set pieces, it's a great leveler. So they're, they're very much like they were in the, in the championship. They play similar to us, but we're just better at it than they are. How did we get on with them against them last season? That's what I'm looking for. We had that last minute winner, but that, was that at St. James's or was that at the Amex? I know that we did. Or am I thinking of Norwich? Jesus, this is Jesus, under-informed. I know we did beat them at least once. We right, beat them. so Shall in we... the championship, we beat them twice. We beat them 2-0 at home where they had Why a Why did you withhold off. that information for so long and let me and Paul flounder? <laughs> Go on. Because what I happened? enjoy listening to you two bricks flounder. And then we beat them 2-1 at the Amex. And uh, two one was the uh, was the um, uh, Army. Oh, of course, Spanard yeah. goal, and then Jose Perez in the, like the last minute. Uh, Our team the, is a lot that... stronger than the one that played in that game. I think. I don't think theirs is as improved. Is our team massively improved? Marino, Lejeune, possibly. Hossilu. I would say it's still it's, the, the Lejeune is just the idea of Lejeune. Hosselu, right. I think I would, makes a difference. Yeah, I would say the team's better because they've had more time to play together and, and get used to the system that Rafa wants. But he's also brought players who 
who aren't maybe headline grabbers like Jossalu, but who just allowed the entire system to work that little bit better than it did before. Because in the in the championship, we had Gale where the ball would come back to us, or we had Mitrovic who would headbutt a linesman. So we've got like Jossalu who's a have better to pick you fit up there, the Dave. system. I think we should yeah. have some sort of system where if you pronounce the J in Hossalu, you have to put a pound in a, a ha. As in a jar. <laughs> I think we have to stick uh, to this. It's Hosselu. And uh, there was, I think the commentator on Saturday was calling him Haselu. <laughs> Haselu. But um, it's Hosselu, Dave. And you, Hosselu, should, you sorry. should know that. You've recently been to Spain, so there's no excuse for you to get that wrong. <laughs> if I went to Mallorca. Right. Well, I think you find it's pronounced Mallorca. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> what, what I should have said is I think you'll find it's pronounced Mahawk. <laughs> um, so uh, before we get to our predicting the actual uh, scoreline and some real specifics, um, I know that there was a bit of a, a cliffhanger from the last episode of the podcast, Geordie Ash asked, what do you think is likely to be Christian Atsu's favourite bald sweet? He reckons Cola Cube. Um, have we had any further thoughts, thoughts on that? I was thinking maybe um, a Haribo Tangfastic. Because it's in my... Boiled sweet. Because it, boiled sweet. Oh, right. Shit. Well, let me at least complete the shit joke that I thought... <laughs> A Haribo Tang Fastip because, in my experience, they run right through you. Nice. Right. But it's a bit I would say a mint because he's mint. <laughs> because he's mint. <laughs> or a gobstopper because I think a lot of people said before the start of the season they didn't think he was good enough for the I Premier mean, League. I mean, this is why... <laughs> this is why you're one of television's most employed writers, Paul. <laughs> it's true. It's just... It's just so good. It's Do just... I invoice you or the natter? Because this is technically work. I think you invoice mankind. He <laughs> <laughs> was just grateful for your wit. Um, so, the game. It seems like we're all quite positive. But Dave's... Oh, sorry, Dave. Sorry, I've just assumed you wouldn't have... Go, come on, Dave. I'm going to be the, the voice of negativity for a fucking change. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. No, 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 no. Boiled sweet. We don't want to know. Oh, shit. <laughs> what do you think, oh, Christian? Sherbet. Because? Because, because uh, initially he's quite sweet, but he's got a little bit of fizz going through him too. Nice. Great. Okay, that'll do. That is That will suffice. I, um, it's fuck an... off. It's better than your tang fasting. No, yeah, you're right. In the right no, ballpark. No, you've done... You've both done very well. Um... <laughs> We're now going to have a quick break, and after that break, we will uh, all rattle through our predictions. Uh, something tells me Dave's going to go for one more. <laughs> the Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Welcome back, Dave. Newcastle Natter. Hello. Newcastle United playing Brighton on Sunday. What do you reckon the score will be? 5-0. No, it's going to be 1-1. 1-1, one, one. okay. Yeah. Well, you made a quite good case for us doing well, but okay. 
one one I just, because we're it's, away. It is, it's because we're away. It's because they're going to need points. Uh, they're in need of points more than we are. I reckon there'll be a little bit of complacency from our boys. Um, and I think that we'll have one eye on the next game, which is Liverpool. Um, so I think, I don't, yeah, I think we'll stumble. I think it'll be 1 1. Paul? 2 0. You think we'll win 2 0? Yeah, I just don't think they've got enough up front. I think we can soak up whatever they throw at us. All right. I think they're pretty certain for me to go down. Yeah. I agree. I don't think I think we've played much better teams than them and been fairly comfortable. We were quite comfortable with eleven men defending against Spurs. And you look at the options we've got like there's genuine selection headaches now. Like does Shelby come in for Marino? Does Lejeune come in for Lascelles? Like, there's a lot well, that's, of t- difficult decisions. Well there's a good two good questions we should probably try and answer. Does Shelby come in for Marino or Hayden, do we think? I wouldn't be adverse to giving Marino a chance alongside uh, Shelby, but I'd probably leave that till the second half, where hopefully the game's a bit stretched. Yeah, I think. So I, does that make sense? Like start yeah. with Hayden and Marino, but then sub Marino off in the fiftieth, sixtieth minute, and give sorry, uh, sub Hayden off in the 50, 55th minute or whatever and give um, Shelby a chance to play alongside Marino because I'd like to see that. I think mm. they've they've earned their right to uh, keep their starting positions, don't you, Paul? I do. I think I don't think you can drop Marino with the difference he's making to the team. And so far, no signs of being a knob. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's just nice to have a... Largely a group of players who seem like decent people. Oh, yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, we don't really know. <laughs> no, I mean, well, we've just, got just obvious, you can tell who the pricks are in our team. Yeah, did you see the? Um, sorry, I was just going to say, did you see the the football focus thing on Saturday lunchtime with BBC? Oh, with the lunchtime, yeah. Yeah, a quick interview with Lascelles, and he was talking about like how he's the youngest captain in the Premier League and how he retained his captain's armband. And uh, he was talking about the group that they've got, and he was saying that like everybody pulls each other up and says, "Oh, you're not, you know, if they're not working hard enough, they all have a go at each other. Not have a go, but you know what I mean. Like they all like take responsibility for everything." And he said that him and Richie kind of had a little like disagreement on the training ground. But it's nice that there's that because one of them was telling the other one to buck his ideas up and that, like, it drives them forward. And I like that Lascelles took responsibility for the goal, that uh, for the um, the chance that came Abraham's way. I like that he, this this um, weekend, said, you know, uh, we've conceded a goal to Jordan Shakiri because of a, a long shot and we've got to work on that to, to get better at that. And Hayden saying that, you know, another great win, but I've got to take personal responsibility because I didn't have a good game and stuff like these young kids. We've got the second youngest team in the premier league. And I think we fielded the youngest team in the, in the premier league this weekend. I think, I think ours was the youngest. These young lads seem to be playing with like old heads on the shoulders. It's, it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's hopeful. It really is. Well, although we've been uh, annoyed at times at us not making big name signings, um, or even if not big name, then you know what I mean. Signings with yeah. uh, 
more experience in the Premier League. I guess what we've ended up with by default is a team without uh, any real starry um, yeah. players. Ego. Uh, yeah. Any big egos. And in fact, maybe the only big ego that we do have that are from a distance that I can see is John Joe Shelby. Yeah. Who, yeah. over time, is gradually being knocked down a, a peg or eight. Yeah. The good thing is that the the big ego, so I would say like Mitrovic, Gale and Shelby would be the players that I think would be the biggest problem. You know, they, they would expect to get in the first team. But the players that are ahead of them are playing to a sufficient standard that Rafa Benitez can say, oh, you know, work fucking harder and you'll get in the side. Like, look at look at what Marino, Marino and Hayden are doing ahead of you, uh, Shelby. If you maintain that level and bring in your, your ability with the ball, then of course you'll get in the first team, but you're going to have to work harder. I don't Same, even know that, it's that's work, I, that he needs to work hard. What he needs to work harder on is his temperament. Yeah. He throws, yeah, sorry, strops, yeah, like, he throws strops, doesn't he? Not and not just yeah, strops that get better. him sen- not just strops that get him sent off, but strops where somebody else does something wrong or he's not enjoying the game and and his head has, goes down. His head goes quickly. down. And he- but I think the Marino Shelby selection dilemma shows the whole squad. If you have an off game or if you get sent off, someone can come in and we've got that quality where you might not get another start for four or five games. Like you look at Lejeune, he got injured. And you think, well, Lascelles isn't going to be up to it, but at least he can fill in. Suddenly he looks undroppable. Well, this mm. is all getting far, far too positive for my liking. So <laughs> let's move back to the predictions. You've I'm said, sticking with 1-1. One, one. You're sticking with 1-1, one, one, Dave Watson. You've said 2-0, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Because I'm going to the game, and because whenever I predict that we'll win, we never do. And the last time I went to see Newcastle play on the South Coast, we lost 4-0 to Southampton. Uh, my uh, last two games going to Newcastle have been quite comfortable wins. I don't know if that colours your judgment. Mm, your last two... Yeah, but you went, you went on your own to both of them, didn't you? Yeah, that's true. The last two games that I went to with you, Paul, were Birmingham City away last season. Oh, God, that was dreadful. Which was dreadful. And Fulham away last season. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> so, so maybe and you before, shouldn't come. And in fact, before that, what games have I been to? We went to West Ham away, which we, we saw lost. us beat Spurs. We have and seen lose us beat heavily Spurs. To Spurs. We've seen us. We've seen us win a game together, haven't we? A few games. All right. In that case, I'm going to say, well, yeah, we'll win two one. We've got to win. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a real pleasure, if odd, to to talk about Newcastle winning and uh, hopefully winning again. Um, very much looking forward to Sunday. Mm. Um, we've both booked in a number of hours away from our families. And really, isn't that what football's all about? That's what football is all about. I dearly hope that my son doesn't get into football so I can continue going without my father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there'll be a lot less pints before the game. I don't if that know. little 
Frick gets interested. <laughs> I, I think you just have to drink them in the toilet on your own. <laughs> well, I can't do that at home and when I'm out. <laughs> You're missing the trick. Just send them off minesweeping. Okay. I don't. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know minesweeping. Oh, is that picking up empties? Do you mean the game? I got <laughs> what? No, you minesweeping is where the, if there's a, the dregs of a pint glass or something like that, you sweep it up and you put it into yours. Sorry, I always forget how much more working class your background is than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, uh, Dave Watson. Thank you very much, Fergus Craig. Thank you, Paul Doolan. Thank you so much, Fergus Craig. Thank you to you, the Newcastle Natter listener. Please do uh, rate us on iTunes, favourably, please. And uh, all of that in comment. And just do me a favour. The next time you uh, leave your house to go and get a pint of milk or something, just mention to whoever serves you in the shop that... um, you really enjoy the Newcastle Natter podcast. Let's just try and spread the word in any way we can. Um, but thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, well, thanks for laughing at that fucking joke, you knobs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Playback Media production. To get all the links for this podcast, go to newcastlepodcast.com. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network.